Yeah, motherfucker. Shut up, I'm talking. Shut up, I'm talking. Did I ever tell you the downtown I got arrested when I was in California? What'd you do? I'm walking down the street, and I'm going to go. I have a dollar. I'm going to go get a big gulp at the 7-Eleven on the corner. A <laughs> dollar. <Right? laughs> yeah, I had a dollar. I was going to go get a soda. How's it going, rock star? Yeah, exactly. I'm loving life. It's a beautiful day weather-wise. Just beep hopping along. I'm not doing anything. I don't have to go to work. I got a dollar. I'm going to get a drink. The 7 Eleven was a corner of this little like strip center. All right. And they had a small like half brick wall that outlined the parking lot. Okay. So you had to go in walk into it where the cars drove in. Like the end, you know, it was like an entrance. Okay. I walk up there. And there's a bum sitting on the wall, which is not out of the ordinary. There's bums everywhere in Hollywood. And I'm walking in there, and he goes, says gibberish. Like, do you have any money? And I just went, "Eh, you know, no. I only have a dollar. Yeah, I had a dollar. (laughs) All right. That's not germane to the story. And I was happy to have that dollar. (laughs) Sit there and make me feel bad. Rock star. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Anywho, well, he starts to follow me. I walk into the store, and I start walking back towards the, the big old machine, and he's following me the whole time. <laughs> well, when I got up to the, the thing, and I'm putting ice in the cup, he, like, grabs my shoulder and, like, jerks me around. Well, as soon as he did that, pow, I punched him dead square in the face as hard as I could. He goes down, I look up, and there's two L.A. cops standing there. And, of course, all they see is me punching a homeless guy. And they're saying, what is hey? They're like, hey, what are, you know, what's the problem, right? And I said, hey, this guy just grabbed me. He's been following me since I walked into the parking lot. Of course, what happens? The bum gets on his feet, and he starts speaking perfect English. <laughs> He's like, Officers, I don't understand. I'm a homeless man. I was just asking for extra change. And he just punched me in the face. Well, that was it. Do you want to press charges? He said, well, yes, I think I should because, you know, blah, 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 blah. This isn't right. So they arrest me and they take me down. And I'm like, God, you know, I just want a fucking soda. That's it. I have a dollar. (laughs) Yeah, I have a dollar. And now my dollar is useless. Thank you. You're a dollar away from being that bum. (laughs) <laughs> basically <laughs> so yeah. they they put me in a car and I'm like you know what I was having such a great day they take me down to the station yeah well first off when they take you in there they do your fingerprints and they take your picture and all that shit and then it's take then it's like another 20 minutes taking the you know the the boots off and the belt off and the, all the the rings and the bangles and the earrings and necklace all the shit I mean it's like a huge bag of crap I had no idea you were that much of a rock star back then. You were really living it up. Yeah, I was. (laughs) Dollar. Your costume. They had to take your costume off. Yeah, basically. (laughs) So uh, they throw me in a hole and cell, and I must have stood in there for the rest of the afternoon. And then they finally come up, and they open the door, and they said, get out of here. And I'm saying, what for? And he goes, 
And then, of course, there's like, what, do you want me to change my mind? Get the fuck out of here. And I was like, okay. And then I said, where am I? Because I didn't know where I was. And he goes, you know, go find a map. And I said, oh, well, maybe I'll just walk down to the (laughs) (laughs) 7-Eleven. And then they threw me out, and that was it. So I got arrested and had to stay there for, you know, a couple hours. But You were arrested for having $1 more than a homeless man. I wouldn't put it that way, but okay. Yes, I had a dollar more than a homeless man. If you would, if you had been one dollar poorer, you couldn't have afforded the drink you were looking for. I know, and I didn't get a drink. So wait, you were released from jail, and you didn't immediately go to get the drink you wanted? Oh, sure, I did. <laughs> as soon as I found out where I was, because so, I didn't, I had no idea where I was. So how far did they go with the booking? Did you get a finger up the ass? Uh, no. It's precisely that kind of thing that makes me embarrassed to tell these stories. <laughs> You'll notice. Like I, I didn't. I didn't realize that having a dollar was going to be embarrassing. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cruel to make somebody make fun of somebody who didn't have any money. Yes, I had a dollar. All the only <laughs> thing I had in my name was a dollar and a good attitude, and I was trying to get something to drink. And no. You had a dollar and fifteen cents worth of bad jewelry that's going to make you green all over. Yes, but that's my uh, brush with the law in Los Angeles because I had a dollar. <laughs> Think twice. You, uh, you made me feel bad for having a dollar. <laughs> you can't believe that? No, that's just <laughs> fucking rude, is what that is. How you don't expect that, I don't know. I don't know. It never occurred to me that, hey, I only had a dollar. <laughs> I had a dollar. <laughs> hey, rock star. I'm thinking, wow, this is pretty good. I, have, I can go get a drink. <laughs> I'm 100 pennies from Pennyless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was so broke. The moment you moved back to Virginia, you didn't think twice. You were like, I really really need to adjust myself. You went, nope, right on schedule. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just one step from Johnny Psycho. Yeah, God. (laughs) (sighs) You know, my plan when I came back was to be there for like six months, get my drums, get as much money to get it like a van or something or to ship them and then go back because I really didn't want to come back. I wanted to stay there. Leaving Los Angeles, it really doesn't sound like a mistake. No, it sounds it, like a course correction. I didn't want to leave, but I had, you know, no drums and I had no money. And I was like, I got to go get both and then come back, you know, and then I never, never did it. I don't think you should beat yourself up over that. And then like a dummy, I, I got enough money to get, well, I need to go west. I need to get out of here. I'm sick of being here. So where do I go? St. I let my Louis. stupid sister con me into going to St. Louis because that's as far west as I could go. What a dumb, dumb, dumb thing to do. That's it, the worst fucking year of my life, and I should have never have done it. It didn't make any sense to me, but I'm younger than you, and I went, well, maybe he knows better. I didn't know shit. I was just, I was miserable, and I wanted to get out of there. I know the, the best thing you did, and I'm using that with quotation fingers, the best yeah. thing you did in St. Louis was get a credit card and buy all of the Planet of the Apes movies. Damn straight, because those are good movies. <laughs> <laughs> and you bragged about it. That's right. I got all the and I got all the James Bond movies. <laughs> there you go. 
on credit that you wrecked just for it. Yeah, I, I never paid for them because I was really trying to toy with the idea of just changing my identity. <laughs> Most people wreck their credit with like, I don't know, hospital no, bills. I did it with James Bond and monkey movies. <laughs> like a complete asshole. <laughs> You've always amused me so much. If, it's, if you're going to do it, do it right. <laughs> or do it wrong, really wrong. There's so many bad decisions I've made. And continue to make. No, I, I'm, I'm better at it now. No, yeah, I've heard Look you talk. I have, no, I have a house. I, yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> it all ends right there. Yeah, well, okay. Well, look at me. I have a mortgage. Yeah, I have a mortgage. I, uh, I'm in if debt I for the next 30 now, years. You know what? If I want a soda now, I just go get one, God damn it! I got money to get one. I have $2. Yeah. <laughs> I have a dollar every time I need a dollar to go get something to drink. It's odd that that's the thing you pick up on. Oh, he had a dollar. <laughs> Why is that odd? It was amazing. I don't know. It just never, you know, I've told that story a couple times and no one's ever said anything about, oh, you only had a dollar? Like, you know, that seems perfectly normal. <laughs> you were down to a dollar and you went, I need a soda. I need a soda. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then I can tell you the story of how I, Mr. Matt, straight off the turnip truck from Manassas, Virginia, encountered the Mexican culture. All right. As you know, as since we've both grown up in Manassas, we had no Mexicans or nothing like that around. I did not grow up in Manassas, but I'll okay, get your well, Very, very white. Absolutely. And when I went to California, basically, well, I was basically going to another planet. It's Cinco de Mayo. All I see on TV are commercials for Cinco de Mayo. It's Cinco de Mayo this, Cinco de Mayo that. Well, they were closing the, the school for that day. What school? The school I was going to. Oh, the percussionist school. Yes, uh, Rockstar Academy, where I graduated with honors. Okay. So. <laughs> you got a diploma and a dollar. Yeah, that, that and a dollar. <laughs> that and a dollar. I got a fucking soda. After I sat in jail for a couple hours. Rock star. Yeah, that's right. But I you know what? I look good doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's the key. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't no tourist. So anyway, <laughs> at the at the time I had this roommate and he was from Colombia and he spoke Spanish. So I kept saying, What is this Cinco de Mayo? I don't know what this means. And he he would just go, uh, I don't know, it just means May fifth. I don't, you know, I don't know. Well, not he wasn't Mexican, so of course he didn't know what it meant either. All right. So, oh, they're closing the school. I know. Here's a good idea. Let's go down to Venice Beach. Is that known for just being a freak show? Yeah, well, I liked it because, yeah, it was a freak show, and it had a big boardwalk, and it was just cool, and they were always, uh, you know, filming TV shows, and, you know, you never know what you're going to find when you go down there. You get on the bus, and there's nowhere to sit, but I'm standing there holding a the rail. Like, you know, sometimes it was like that. And the bus was packed. And then I get off the first bus, and I go to get on the second bus, and the bus is so packed it's going to Venice Beach. I'm literally standing in the stairwell where the door shuts behind me, you know, the little steps. Mm-hmm. I'm standing right there on the steps. I can't even actually get on the bus. They didn't even take my money. <laughs> the thing was so packed. 
So I said, what is, what is going on? You know, I'm just saying, wow, this is crazy. It never occurred to me that this is a, some kind of Mexican holiday. So I go down to Venice Beach and I have a great day. We're walking up and down the, the boardwalk. I'm seeing chicks. I'm watching all the freak shows. I'm walking up and down, which is a good, I would say, easily a mile from one end to the other. Okay. Just a, It was a fantastic day. Around 6.30, 7 o'clock at night, I'm thinking, wow, I'm getting a little tired. You know, it's time to go home. Go up to the bus stop, and I'm waiting. And here comes the bus goes, and it's they're so packed they don't even stop. And then they keep going, and I'm waiting. I'm watching about three or four buses go by, and it's starting to get dark. And I'm like, God, yeah, all right, well, I know. Let's start walking because if you go up to Main Drag, you can go from Venice Beach to towards the Santa Monica Pier. Okay. And I said, somewhere along the line, I'll just go from bus stop to bus stop until I get picked up, you know, because I don't want to be out here after dark because, you know, people get shot. Long story short, the buses never stop. So I am walking. I get up to the Santa Monica Boulevard. I know Santa Monica Boulevard cuts all the way across the city. I can just start going this way. Now, another side note is that at the time, because, I, you know, it was a good day if I had a dollar. <laughs> I used to wear these cheap Kmart sweatpants that would, you know, wear out in the crotch. Sexy. Yeah, so I would cut the, I would cut the legs off and sew them into the crotch to add extra padding so they wouldn't wear out as fast. These things were like $2 a piece at the Kmart. So you wanted to make it look like you had more package than you really do. No, it was just so I didn't get chapped. <laughs> because I had a very stupid habit of walking around with no underwear on. Starting to get a little chapped, which is also adding to my stress levels. <laughs> Cuz I don't want to walk anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> so by the time I get to the Santa Monica Pier, I'm getting pretty raw. Sexy. I'm thinking, man, I'm thinking, God bless. I don't, don't want to do this. Now, what, by, when you're going down Santa Monica, you get to the point where it's Century City. It's all office buildings. And there, there's no, like, sidewalks and shit. So you're literally walking on the side of the road, like the highway, to the point where you get past this. And then you get back in towards uh, West Hollywood. And... Of course, West Hollywood on Santa Monica Boulevard is where all the gay bars are. So my roommate gets terrified. Ooh, they're going to attack me, and, you know. And he's like, "What? Are, what are we going to do?" And I said, "What do you mean? What are we going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to pray that somebody finds you cute and gives us a ride back to the apartment." <laughs> because I'm so chat, I'm thinking my balls are going to start to bleed. Right, because I'm all sweaty and it's just it's it's painful. I mean, I'm in real pain, you know, agony. There was a I don't know if it was like a hamburger restaurant or some kind of stand. I went straight in the bathroom and just started jamming napkins and shit up under my balls. <laughs> it burned so bad. I came out with wet pants and all kinds of paper towels and shit jammed up in there just to get me some kind of relief. I came out with this huge, like, monster crotch coming out of my pants. Of course, that didn't last long because then it started to hurt. Now I'm like, all right, I can't have this long too much longer. <laughs> so, well, of course, nothing happens. Nobody wanted you. And then, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, God. So I get up, so I, we finally. He got to back of my apartment around 2.30, almost 3 o'clock in the morning. And I absolutely just collapse. 
I wake up the next day. I am so sore I can barely get out of the bed. But uh, I was I couldn't go I couldn't get up to go practice. I couldn't it was just in agony. It was really fucking hurt. And uh I got the map out. I walked all the way down Santa Monica Boulevard to Franklin. And then from Franklin all the way up to Hollywood Boulevard. And then from Hollywood Boulevard to my apartment. I went through six different zip codes. <laughs> Venice, Santa Monica, Century City, West Hollywood, and then Hollywood and Beverly Hills. A piece of it. And you know how far I went that night? How far? This is after walking up and down Venice Beach boardwalk all day long. 27.8 <laughs> miles. It was a marathon. From, from Venice Beach to my apartment. And I had to walk that all the fucking way. That was my indoctrination into the Hispanic culture. And a good time was had by all. <laughs> On with the show, everybody. I have, a, uh, I have a phone call today. I've not listened to it yet. From the Larry King guy. He's going to call another Denny's, I believe. On our behalf, so I want to get to that. He just sent me a tweet last night, and it simply said... Yeah, what did it say? I asked your question of a female Denny's employee as requested. Oh, and what was your question? Details to follow. Now, I'm trying to remember. I think, what was the question? I think this was during that Q&A I had a couple weeks back that... Uh, oh, you mean your your Twitter Q&A? Yeah. And a he, giant success? I think he asked me what would I ask, or what his for his next call, what should he ask a Denny's employee? And I said, and you said, if they want, I believe something paraphrasing, it, uh, it just find out if they're attracted to lonely, depressed, funny, drunken, pathetic losers or something like that. Well, here it is. It, it says, uh, hey, Don, here's my call with Christina, a 23 year old server from the Texarkana, Arkansas Denny's. We spoke for a full 45 minutes on a slow night. Holy wow. shit. This guy's got time to kill. During our conversation, I learned practically every detail of her life, including her sexual history, her 15 tattoos and her 29 piercings and a felony conviction Jesus. involving a cheating spouse and Christina's response with a baseball bat. Oh. However, for the purposes of brevity, I've edited out, edited out those details and I've condensed the call. All right. I have also included the question that little Joe requested for me on Twitter. Hope you like this. <laughs> Your friend, Larry King guy. I love that guy. All right, I've got that. I'm going to get to that. Perfect. I've got it out here. Oh, okay, the Denny's call. Here we go. Here's the Denny's call from the Larry King guy. And as I mentioned when I started to read this a while ago, it says, hey, Don, here's a call with Christina, a 23-year-old server from Texarkana, Arkansas, Denny's. We speak for 45 minutes. Yes. And he edited it down. Edited, edited it down, not down. Go down, big man. Down, big man. Here. I know the question, by the way. Oh, and the question is? Are you interested in a drunken, disturbing night of sex and tears with the unstable, lonely, funny man? <laughs> Super question, Joe. All right, thank you. All right, here's the Larry King guy calling Dennis. Hello, Christina. Hello, Christina. I'm calling from the Don Geronimo Show, a nationwide radio show. Would you or a staff member or a regular customer be willing to go on the air for a moment and have a little fun? Um, kind of depends on what you mean by fun. No big deal. Just a little silly fun. Sir, why not? Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Your name's Christina? Yes. So you're there in Texarkana enjoying your uh, late shift there at Denny's. 
on the average evening, what would a Denny's customer be wearing when they come into the restaurant? Well, considering they come from the bar, they're about half naked when they come through the door. I mean, I work at a truck stop, so I get a little bit of everything. So what would the average woman be uh, wearing when they come into the restaurant? Um, heels, short skirts, and a tank top. Are these customers or these street walkers? These are customers. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Are there any uh, servers there who would use any kind of particular racial slur when dealing with a customer? Oh, no. See, I work graveyard only. Just me and my cook, and that's it. Together for six months now, so he's all right. I can deal with it. If you wouldn't mind telling me his first name. Frank. To the best of your knowledge, has Frank ever cheesed in anyone's food? No. That was a little hesitation in your voice there. Now, that's a super question. i got to hear that one again. Has Frank ever juiced in someone's food? I just wanted to make sure. Are there any uh, servers there who would use any kind of particular racial slur when dealing with a customer? No. Oh, no. See, I work graveyard only. Just me and my cook, and that's it. Right. Together for six months now, so he's all right. I can deal with it. If you wouldn't mind telling me his first name. Frank. Frank. To the best of your knowledge, has Frank ever jizzed at anyone's food? No. That was a little hesitation in your voice there. I really don't go back in the kitchen, so this is just, you know, I'm guessing on that one. Not that I know what I can say. So there's a chance he has jizzed in people's food. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put Frank in that category, but I've seen a couple others that may if they get mad. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> See? See, I hope my wife is listening to this. This is why I never send food back. If they are mad, <laughs> you're getting some jizz in that omelet. <laughs> well, Frank, you got to really like to angry fuck if you do that, though, because you have to be in some way happy to get aroused, right? Frank, so you have to get into it. Like, oh, I'm so mad at that girl. I'm so mad at that guy. Oh, ooh, he ha 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 ha. Right here, right in your food. Frank, I don't think Frank do it, but maybe I've seen a couple guys who get angry enough. They might. They get mad. Really? And so those other people, you think they're capable of jizzing in other people's food? It's a good possibility. <laughs> now, I will admit, when I worked at McDonald's, that happened twice. Twice. Twice as... It happened twice. At McDonald's. With people jizzing on the food. Shit. <laughs> Look. Oh, yeah. So at McDonald's, they're constantly jizzing in the food. I wouldn't say constantly. I think they kind of got that problem taken care of. All right, we heard it from Christina. They're constantly jizzing in the food at McDonald's. <laughs> wow, do you think they're big shooters? I wouldn't know. They've got the wrong body parts for me. Oh, so you. Oh, she's a wonderful lesbian. Chicks. Yeah. That just makes you even hotter, Christina. That's fantastic. All right. Thank you. Okay. You're Can you imagine Larry King guy? Forty-five minutes on the phone with this woman. I just. This is brilliant, man. This is. This, excuse me. There's not even really a point to this, which is why I love these calls. He's just calling Danny. These chicks are just talking to him. Middle of the night. You heard it from Christina McDonald's jizzing. At least, at least twice. Constantly. I mean, the chicks are totally into chicks. 
Mostly. Mostly. So you dabble in the dudes. Once or twice in a lifetime? Yeah. I don't blame you, Christina. We're fucking gross. <laughs> Between the hair and the body odor and the farting and everything, I don't blame you one bit. Okay, so if I can ask you a couple more questions. Let's say if you were a little more interested in men, would you be interested in a drunken, disturbing night of sex and tears with a very unstable but lonely funny man? No. Oh, come on. His name is... That's your question. Yes, it is. I believe he's going to say your name now. <laughs> Joe Pittman. He's a very nice dude. He's just unstable and lonely. No, see, I don't drink. Well, you wouldn't have to drink for him. He'd do all that for you. Yes, I would. I have a tendency to act a fool, and I'm not one for like that kind of entertainment. I have a tendency to get frustrated at people like that. I understand. He's going to be so disappointed, Christina. <laughs> I mean, he could always come out to Denny's and eat, though. I mean... <laughs> what if he were drunk? No. No. Oh, he's going to be so disappointed, Christina. He's a good guy just going through a rough period. Thank okay, you. Well, I'm sorry, and I'll pray for him. Oh, look at All right, that. Christina. Yeah. She's going to pray for you, Jim. Yeah, that means something. We should be praying for the people that have their but, food juice yeah. into. He just told us about Frank coming in some guy's moon, uh, uh, moons over my hammy. Only if they were mad, though, Joe. Only if they were mad. Order mayonnaise in my meat level. Have skillet? you ever had a sexual experience at Denny's? Kind of scared to answer Super that because I don't know if my boss is listening. I guarantee there's nobody at Denny's listening to this. <laughs> I've made calls to Denny's around the country. I've never heard a thing. Well, I have. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right, was this with a man or a woman? Both. Both. Oh my goodness, you've had a lot of fun at Denny's. Oh yes, that's why I work graveyard. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, did you meet these uh, people at Denny's, or was this predetermined? Oh, no, like, they they work with me. Oh, so some fellow employees. Let me just say, I have the greatest listeners. Hey. No shit. No shit. This guy, this Larry King guy, you know, I, I, I love when he calls it Larry King, he calls it Caitlyn Jenner, you know, dick and balls. But this might be his finest work. It's unreal. That's, He's it, so good. Anyway, I just want to say thanks. That's so nice. I love him. Yeah, no shit. I'm going to guess not the cook currently there at Denny's. No. All right. A little too old. Just a little bit ago, yes. Wow. I wish I called earlier. <laughs> and the, the person who left earlier, man or a woman? Uh, man. Man. So you do like to experiment. A little bit. There you go. What did this man do that made you want to have sex right there at Denny's? Um... I really just don't feel comfortable answering that one, you know. You just talk I could it. accept an uncomfortable answer. <laughs> <laughs> so you got no problem talking about jizzing people's food right? and staying on the phone with this guy at a Denny's for 40, 45, 45 minutes. minutes? It's like Kevin Sherrod's asking me for my job. <laughs> well, it all started in the car when we went outside. My neck was tired and he got to rubbing on it. We had sex and whatnot. <laughs> Little Joe made a Kevin Sherrod's joke <laughs> and whatnot. And whatnot. Goodness. He knows how to work it, doesn't he? He does. Good for him. You know, if, if you can make a chick who's mostly into chicks, that's a big win. I agree. So... How many times would that have taken place? 
Um, at Denny's, once, he's kind of like my little side piece. So, uh, one time in the Denny's, was it in the Denny's parking lot? Yes, it was in the parking lot. And did that involve full penetration? <laughs> yes. And that was balls deep. Yeah. Fantastic. Listen, if you're gonna if you're gonna bang at the Denny's parking lot, you may as well go balls deep. I'm saying. Was there a condom involved? Yes. Wow, it's a little disappointing, but I'll accept it. I mean, <laughs> I don't believe it. No chance. I don't believe it. No, she's had at least three abortions in her life during this phone call. <laughs> Perhaps. He finished in the condom within you. Yes. Uh, see, even if you're wearing a condom, you can pull out. There's nothing like the visual of a really good cum shot. <laughs> that might be one of the most awkwardly funny sexual things I've ever heard in my life. You're right, sir. There's nothing like it. Nothing quite like a visual of a cum shot. Let me just back that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he finished in the condom within you. Yes. Uh, see, even if you're wearing a condom, you can pull out. There's nothing like the visual of a really good cum shot. <laughs> so if he were to pull out, where would be an acceptable place for him to finish? Super question. I don't know. I have to say my boobs. Your my boobs. boobs. You like that? My boobs. Yeah, I would. My I mean, boobs. if you're going to see it, you might as well see it up close and personal. So the boobs, that would be the general place you'd go for, for the finish line. Yes. Has the finish line ever been anywhere else? No. All right, fair enough. <laughs> okay, so you indicated that you've also had sexual experiences with women in Denny's. Not in Denny's, like outside of Denny's, like uh. in my car, or maybe my baby daddy's truck when I had it. <laughs> Which one? Did the baby daddy know? Not until after the fact, but yeah. And how did he feel when he found out about this? He was frustrated. Wow, what a dumbass. I would have given you a high five. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, she's in Arkansas, right? Texarkana, Arkansas? Yeah. Is that where she is? <laughs> Golly! <laughs> this might be our dumbest state. I don't My know. My baby daddy. I don't know. Alabama, was, Alabama's doing laps around Arkansas right now. You're a little now. upset, my baby daddy. My baby daddy, and she's a lesbian, and she uh, likes the fountain of, of jizz, and it's fine on her breasts. And if you go see it, you might as well see it up close. Jizz in the food. And, uh, <laughs> well, maybe I need to come party with you sometime. There you go. I'm only fun. I would have given you a high five. I would have thrown you a party. There would have been a cake involved, maybe some confetti, a small parade. As long as there's ice cream. Well, there you go. Okay, so what would be the general description of the chick you were with in your baby daddy's vehicle? Yeah. Uh, well, I can say skinny. What what size boobs? D, off the top. Oh, my goodness. So skinny with Ds. Ds. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, and you're the same way, skinny with Ds. Yes. You know, I don't care if it was the dude or the chick. Somebody should put a ring on your finger. <laughs> you both sound like keepers, especially you, Christina. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Okay, so, well, I have a quick question. Now, what, what station are you with? This is the Don Geronimo podcast. You can find it at pod-god.com. Christina, could you just say, do me a favor and uh, 
let's end this call and just say, Don Geronimo, thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Don Geronimo, thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Christina. You have a wonderful evening. Bye-bye. Well, it's another win. I got some polite golf applause there. Absolutely. It's another winner mm, that, from the Larry King guy. Every time I don't think he can top himself, he does. I can, that only, was, I, I can only imagine, Joe, with the other, that was eight minutes. That was eight minutes he took out of 45 minutes. So we're sitting there waiting for another 30 fucking seven minutes of content. Jesus Christ. He's a good man. I appreciate it. Oh, I love him. He sent me bumper stickers for the show.